Hi, I'm Shane McGuinness. I'm your resident zoologist, and I hear you've been learning a bit about maps in your homeschool hub today. And guess what? I absolutely love maps. They've become part of my life. In all of the research I've done, I've needed to either use a map, or make a map, or send a map, or put an animal on a map. Not really, but put a point on a map where that animal was. Maps are really useful because they fit in your pocket. That's the easiest way of explaining it. Because if I wanted to draw the world, I could just take out a piece of paper and draw that bit of area. But I need to make it smaller so that it will fit into my pocket. And that's where scale comes in. So I can draw the entire world on one piece of paper, or I can draw the entirety of Dublin on that same piece of paper. But it depends on what scale we use. So maps are like a bird's eye view of a location. It could be as big as a planet. It could be as small as your living room. It could be just covering your area of Dublin or Cork. It could be covering the whole of Africa. So while I was in Africa, I used maps an awful lot. Most of the maps I used were digital maps. They were on a computer. And what I was looking at was how gorillas, mountain gorillas and buffalo and elephant and even smaller animals came out of a national park there and damaged people's crops. And one really important fact we needed to know was where they were coming out of the national park. So what we did was we got local farmers and we gave them small little GPS units that allowed them to tell exactly where their crops were and which animals were damaging which crops at what time of the day or the night. Then they could show me that location and I could put it on the map so that we could understand where all these different animals were coming out of the park. When I'm mapping a space, I need to think about three things. First of all, I need to think about distance. How far is something away? The next thing I need to think about is direction. Is it straight ahead of me? Is it to my left? Is it to my right? Is it behind me? And then the third thing I need to think about is area. So how do I measure that area of my living room or of my back garden? And if I have those three things, I can make a pretty good map of almost anywhere. But in order to get those three things, you need some pretty simple measurements. You need to know which way you're facing. You need to know how far something is away. If you think of an orange and you peel that orange, you've got a skin that has now been pushed apart. But because it's being pushed apart, there's now breaks in it because you've changed that round surface like our planet is onto a flat surface. And that means that it changes. That means that the direction sometimes changes. It means that the area sometimes changes. It even means that the shape itself sometimes changes. So it's really difficult to take a curved surface like a planet and put it onto a flat surface like a piece of paper. And that's where maps become kind of tricky. Now, the cool thing about maps is that there isn't really an up and a down. So if you think about North Pole and South Pole, there's absolutely no reason why it shouldn't be South Pole and North Pole. They could be opposites. They could be, the whole world could be upside down. And I think that's really cool for people to understand that there's no reason why we think about the world in our way just because we do. So the world could be completely upside down. And that's another really cool thing about maps that... A map tells you a story. It's not an exact science. It tells a story based on whoever is drawing the map. So back in the day when Europeans were drawing maps of the world, what was in the center of the map? It was Europe.
Nowadays, when we draw maps, we are able to stretch maps to put Europe slightly bigger and America slightly bigger. If you look at some maps where Greenland is absolutely huge and Australia is absolutely huge, they shouldn't be that big. They should be much, much smaller. But because of the particular way we've decided to draw that sphere on an A4 sheet of paper, it starts to distort and stretch the world.